Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Happy, happy victory money to all of my Eagles fans, all my Philly sports fans. It is Monday, November 15, 2021, and I figured today, uh, if you guys missed it yesterday, we did do an Eagles recap. It was on, it was broadcasted through DSM Media, uh, so myself and Phil uh, Stifle, we were breaking down, recapping the Eagles and Broncos game yesterday, so if you guys missed that, make sure you guys do subscribe to DSM Media. You don't want to miss that. We had a great time breaking it all down. We listened to the Sariani uh, press conference. We listened to the Jalen Hurts press conference after yesterday, uh, and it was a good time. So we might be, we'll, we'll probably continue doing that going forward. Uh, we'll probably do some Monday at Monday stuff as well. Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday quarterback, as they like to say. Kind of, uh, you know, usually after 24 hours, especially in this sport, football. Uh, usually after that, you know, you get you get some more thoughts, and you kind of are able to kind of uh, marinate yourself into what happened on Sunday afternoon or Sunday day. And uh, figure today, let's let's kind of talk. Let's kind of recap. Let's talk it out together. I'll be reading the comments here, uh, especially on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, wherever you guys are at. I'll be reading your guys' comments. And uh, today, it's about let's continue talking about the birds. It's a win, third three to thirteen win against the Denver Broncos. It was a really good win. I know a lot of our haters, especially on TikTok, is on out. I know it's all social media. It's not really just TikTok, but all the haters want to downgrade this win. I don't really care who we played. All right, that was a good win, and that and, and again. You're seeing improvement from this team. It's a little the, the the development, the improvement of this team has been a little slow. I get it, but you're seeing it, and that's kind of been the important part. So, before we move forward and dive into today, guys, real quick, if you're watching this live on El Parcero Philly's YouTube channel, do me that solid hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we brought we talk Philly sports all the damn time from the Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, and Philadelphia Uni. Excuse me. So consider following, consider subscribing and joining in on this family here as we talk Philly sports all the damn time. And then all these, all these recaps, all this Philly sports content gets rebroadcasted and repurposed for broadcast or for podcasting purposes. So make sure you guys are subscribed to Oin Philly Sports. Leave a rating as well, and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Uh, so guys, yeah, what a great game yesterday uh, for the Birds, as I, as I mentioned, thirty thirteen, and kind of really just want to start off talking about kind of my takeaways. During this Eagles season, there have been three main culprits of this team, three main culprits of blame uh, that we've been putting on Bird. And obviously, number one has been Nick Sariani. I think everyone can agree that we've been putting more, uh, the majority of our frustrations and our blame on Nick Sariani. And he hasn't done a good job this, thus far in coaching this, this season. I will say the past three weeks, he's kind of turned a table. I can't really criticize him too much. There's obviously little things here and there. Um, but overall, I think he's starting to get it. Can we say that? Even yesterday, I felt like this team was composed. Um, the discipline of this team has gotten much better. The penalties have gone down as well. Uh, they haven't been able to shoot themselves on the foot either, and with something that was killing the Eagles all season long. And even we know Nick Sirianni is in charge of play calling on offense, and the offensive play calling has been much better. And there I say, this Eagles team finally, 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 has an identity. It finally has an identity, and I think that that is the biggest key here. You know, it's tough to play in this league when you don't have an identity. It's tough to live life if you don't know who the hell you are, but this Eagles team does seem like they know who they are, and you can't shy away from it, and it doesn't seem like they are. This team is a physical team, ground and pounce. Stat, I mean, I wish you say staff defense, but you, you have a defensive line that can pursue. Obviously, we saw that yesterday. You got linebackers who, for the first time this season, were actually pursuing 
And you got some hard hitting um, players in the secondary as well. Anthony Harris, Anthony Harris, you know, I'll talk about it a little bit, but he's to me seems like a glorified linebacker, if I'm being quite honest with you guys. But um, you're starting to see this identity form for the Philadelphia Eagles. And they used that identity yesterday to beat the Denver Broncos. And I expect it to, to continue going on as the season goes on. And of course, it's starting to get cold all throughout the country. What better way to play in the cold than with a physical style of football? So that's credit to Nick Sirianni, who actually committing to it. I, it was evident that in the first part of the season, he wanted this high-flying offense. And I think that has, was part and due to Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie wanting this high-powered offense, throwing the ball 50 times a game. Look, if it's not there, why force it, right? And that's that was the problem. They were just forcing it way too much, running these ridiculous RPOs at nauseum. You have Jalen Hurts throwing 40 times a game. Like, that wasn't conducive for anyone. And now we're seeing Jalen throwing a, a little bit less. He's just playing his game. He's he's reacting on his intuition, and it's been working so far for the especially, especially over the last three weeks. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Um he's obviously under a microscope. We're trying to figure out what is he? Is he our franchise quarterback? Is he a backup quarterback? We're trying to figure out what it is that we have in Jalen Hurts. And if you haven't watched the last three weeks of Eagles football and you haven't seen the improvement of Jalen Hurts, then I don't know what the hell you're watching. And flat out, you're just a hater. <laughs> Honestly, you are just a hater. Look, he still has stuff to work on, but he has improved over the last three weeks. Um, this game, I think, this last game was the recipe for Jalen Hurts. He only threw 23 times in this game. Um, the Eagles as a whole, I believe they still ran the ball a lot, but that's a, because, especially in the second half, you had a lot of garbage time and you needed to run out that clock. But uh, 40 attempts rushing. I, I, I want to say, realistically, in the in the important times of this game, they ran it 30 times. That's, I, that's, that's what I feel like really was. So this Eagles offense was finally, finally balanced. It wasn't heavy run. It wasn't heavy pass. It was balanced. And that was the, I, we talked about it in the preview. If you guys watched the preview episode previewing this game on Sunday, I said that the Eagles need to work on being more of a balanced attack. Just like everything in life, it has to be in moderation. What, you know, especially in football, you have to have a balance of offense, I mean, sorry, running and passing game in your offense. And the Eagles definitely had that on Sunday. And that was part of, that was part of the key to winning this game. They use that physical style of running. They use Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. Boston Scott found him. That's the point of Boston Scott. That short mother effort who's so elusive. He's able to find those little cracks in the line, is able to to burst for like six to ten yards. It's great. It was great to see. And the Air Jordan ones. My man was rocking the Air Jordan one cleats. I was definitely fired. I like those Jordan cleats. They do look nice. But um the running game kept the uh kept the defense honest, especially the Broncos, especially the Broncos. All game long, we're running those blitzes. It's a Vic Fangio defense. That's what he likes to do. But using the running game, being able to neutralize those blitzes, pretty much running at the blitzes, that was a great adjustment. And again, that's part of the good play calling of uh, of Nick Sirianni. Uh, obviously, to me, in this game, Jalen Hurts is also figuring out that chemistry with Devontae Smith. And boy, oh boy, did Devontae Smith have himself a hell of a freaking game. Devontae had four catches, six targets. Obviously, those two touchdowns. Um, you know, his routing has been something we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. That John is nice and crisp, but he made that touchdown, that first touchdown. That to me is like the play of the season so far. To be able to go up against Patrick Sertain, who is a good young rookie cornerback as well. Obviously, they know each other very well from their time in Alabama. Dude, all the Alabama players 
all, all throughout the NFL. It was freaking ridiculous. They showed the graphic in this game. They had, um, what was it, 2018-2019 offense all on the field. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, J- uh, Jerry Judy. You also had Landon Dickerson. Uh, Patrick Sertain was out on the field as well. It, a lot of Alabama uh, in this sprinkled in this game, it's sprinkled all throughout the season. We've seen it in the past before as well. Obviously, the uh, the, the Raiders game earlier on in the season as well. But it's truly incredible the, the Alabama prowess that's in this league, especially with the birth. And we used to kill Howie. Howie would not want to draft those Bama kids and those SEC kids. And look what happens, Howie. You draft Devontae Smith. You draft Landon Dickerson. Two really and Jalen Hurts. I should not. I should not forget Jalen Hurts as well. And uh, you see what's going on. This is a team that's actually uh, improving, is actually definitely improving. Um, Quez Watkins was big in the first half, kind of cooled off in that second half. But it was good to see um, not only him being active in the offense, but I felt like Nick Sirianni called some plays that suited him a little bit more. You know, this Denver Broncos defense likes to run a lot of man-on-man coverages. So what's the best way to neutralize that? Running some crosses, running some some um, using good route runners to kind of neutralize that secondary, and that's kind of what they did. And also, Jalen Hurts was able to kill him with with running um, on passing plays. You know, there was that one play where Jalen Hurts had Jordan Howard uh, pretty much open on flats, but he had acres of land to just run through, and he he, he settled. He declined an eight-yard gain, an eight-yard play for a 32-yard run, and that was uh, that's part of the beauty of Jalen Hurts. We... We like to kill Jalen Hurts because he does have those legs and because they we we feel as if he can't throw the ball as effectively because he's more of a mobile quarterback. But what we need to remember is it's a weapon of his. You know, not every running back has that weapon in their arsenal. I will say, yes, he needs to learn. I think he's doing a really good job at that, especially his last three weeks. Being able to learn that, yo, running ball not be your main option, right? If it's not, if it's if your first read's not there, look at your second read, if not the third read, and obviously book it if you can't. And obviously pass rush has something to do with that as well. But really felt like he did stay uh, hungry in this pocket. He he was looking for the plays. He was looking to make some plays. And if that was with the feet, so be it. And I, I was really, truly, excuse me, really happy to see Jalen Hurts uh, again progress. This was his best game thus far this season. He made and he just made a bunch of smart plays, whether it was with his feet or with his arm. His maturation is truly impeccable. Um, and let the haters keep talking. Honestly, let the haters keep talking. Um, I'm enjoying this progression by Jalen Hurts. If Jalen continues in this this trajectory that he's at right now, there is absolutely no, no need to be drafting a quarterback in this upcoming draft. I truly believe that. So I'm I'm excited and I'm I'm happy to see Jalen Hurts' progress continuing here as he was your third leading rusher. And, and that's an important part, too. He should be running the ball, yes, because it's a weapon. But I don't want to see him being the leading rusher either. Using it, use it when we need it to be. Um, back to the pass catchers, Dallas Goddard. You know, that, that play, the one that concussed him, the NFL really needs to, to, to kind of trickle down on these referees. It's just it's just been so inconsistent with the play with the with the with the calls on all these games, not just the birds, but every single game. The calls are so inconsistent. They called um they didn't call the head to head on that concussion play that Dallas Goddard suffered. But then in the fourth quarter, they call a taunting play on Devontae Maddox. Like it, it just makes no sense on something so dumb. And it's just it's just very inconsistent. Dallas Goddard got knocked out of the game, and that was a big blow. Uh, Jack Stahl and Tyree Jackson was put in there a lot. I don't think the Eagles really want to run Tyree Jackson a lot. 
Uh, he's been out there, I feel like, more as a decoy because they see that athleticism that he has. And obviously, if I feel like if you get, he's going to be one of those players, if you get him going, it's going to be tough to stop. But obviously, we don't know yet, so we're waiting to see. But Jack Stoll, got, he had uh, his fair share of snaps after that Dallas Goddard injury. Um, but yeah, that was that was just uh, so infuriating. And Dallas Goddard, oh my God, the catch before he got hurt, yo, Jalen Hurts. Of course, in that first half, uh, Vic Fangio was dial- dialing up those blitzes, and Jalen Hurts was finding was doing a solid job of actually getting away from a couple of those blitzes. I believe it was a sec- it was a second down play. They dial up that blitz. Jalen Hurts rolls out, and he just kind of just flings that bad boy up near the sideline. And Dallas with a great great awareness and is able to grab it with one hand this floating ball it was truly spectacular to see and it was unfortunate it went down we'll wait to see what happens this upcoming week upcoming sunday um i these these concussions vary obviously he can come back sunday but he's got to go through the protocol and we got to wait and see what is going to be said there but this eagles offense was was working very well you know what's incredible too you know, if you guys watched the preview, we you know talked about how Eagles were going to be able to run the ball as effectively as they have the past two weeks because this Denver Broncos team was the ninth rush defense in the NFL. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on 40 attempts on Sunday, the Eagles ran the ball for 214 yards on the ninth best rush defense in the NFL. If that is not showing up on Sunday, I don't know what is because the Eagles, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to the identity of the Philadelphia Eagles, a physical team running the ball for 214 yards for 40 times. That was great. That was absolutely great. And that's got to be the recipe. If the, it, Listen, it's tough to stop a good running game, especially when it's cold now, especially we're coming back home to the link, which I'll talk about the home woes in a little bit. But that has to be continuing be the recipe for the birds, man. Just run it down the throat. Run it down the throat. I, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Great job by the birds here. But um, defensively, look, I've, I've heard mixed things defensively by by uh, by a lot of people when it comes to Gannon's defense. Look, I, I think that what I will say, yes, Gannon has his limitations as a defensive coordinator. I think it's obvious right now. I do think that they did a good job defensively for the most part of stopping this this uh, Broncos uh, defense, really, their big playmakers were really they were kind of a non-factor. Um, you know, when I'm looking at Broncos playmakers, quote unquote, right? You know, your Jerry Judys, your Tim Patrick's, and your Cortland Sutton's, who are right now their main weapons. Right now, Judy had uh, six catches, Cortland Sutton had two, um, and Tim Patrick had three. Jerry Judy really his his catches though really weren't uh, anything. Of impact. I mean, as long as the catch was 14 yards, he had a couple of drops in this game as well. But um, other than that, I feel like this Eagles defense did a good job of neutralizing the playmakers of this team. And when you consider the fact that this rushing def- this rushing team, this rushing attack for the Denver Broncos was has been pretty damn good. We held them to under 100 yards rushing. That is pretty big as well. It's it, it was crazy to think and. The only knock I will say on Jonathan Gannon's defense is, again, he ran too much zones. The tight ends for the Denver Broncos killed us today or on Sunday. Eight catches in total between Albert uh, Akinwagenem. <laughs> it's been a day already. He had that one He had that one nice catch in the first quarter where, again, another soft zone. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater just bulleted right between uh, the two line. I think it was between Davion and between TJ Edwards, and he – he had open land. He ran it. He his he had a what was it, like a seven sixty yeah, sixty four yard uh, catch and uh, play there. So 
that was really the only thing that killed him. But again, those soft zones, he ran it a lot as again, but you had guys pursuing. I will say this, you know, I talked about it. It's funny because I talked about it in a preview. You know, the Dallas uh who knows was it? I forget who it was, but um I think the Dallas Cowboys ran a lot of stunts on the Denver Broncos offensive line, which has been pretty weak so far this year. And and you saw the I mean the Eagles only were able to get one sack, but they were able to get some some pursuit on on Teddy Bridgewater. He got hurried up a couple of times. Um, I did see some defensive line stunts, and that's something you haven't really seen all season long from the from the Philadelphia Eagles, but that's being able to see the scouting report and implementing it into the game plan on Sunday. And again, Jonathan Gannon, it seems like he's slowly starting to figure it out. But at the end of the day, I do think that the main issue with this defense is the personnel is not fully here. Um, Davion Taylor and, and T. Edwards have been improving, yes, but are they the full-time answers? I don't know that yet. I, I would like to I would like to see because I definitely think we can improve upon that position. Obviously, Josh Sweat has been dealing with an injury as well. And it looked like he wasn't active, but appears as if he was active and he did play a lot of the game. So um, it was uh, it, it was definitely, definitely, definitely uh, interesting to see that Jonathan Gannon was able to get some uh, get some pursuit from his defensive lineman. Uh, Fletcher Cox had a good second half. Um, and Javon Hargrave has been quiet a lot this year. And I don't have to watch. I'm going to watch it again next. I want to watch uh, Javon Hargrave's snaps. But he's been really quiet since the beginning of the year. Like the first six weeks of the season or first five weeks of the season, he was looking like a pro defensive tackle and it's been quieting off a little bit. So it's that's definitely something we need to keep an eye out. But um, even secondary, I thought they did a solid job here in this game. You know, Anthony Harris was flying all over the field. They keep lining Anthony Harris up closer as a linebacker, especially in the box. Um, and he honestly plays better as that. Uh, he doesn't, he's not scared to tackle and he's not scared to pursue. And I, I would like to see if we can keep run, uh, running him more up front. I've talked about it yesterday. Like, is Anthony Harris a glorified linebacker, especially in today's NFL? You know, when you're talking about linebackers who have to cover running backs and tight ends, and even sometimes at the cover slot wide receivers, wouldn't hurt to think about adding Anthony Harris up as as one of those linebackers. But hey, just just a thought out there. We'll, we'll see what comes of it. But um, obviously, Darius Slay, in my opinion, I talked about it on TikTok as well. I feel like Darius Slay had the play of the game that kind of really sealed it and, and secured it for us. You know, when you're talking about a fourth and one, I think it was midway through the third quarter. Uh, they called, they, they went for it on fourth down. Davion Taylor with a great tackle on Melvin Gordon. He fumbles it. Darius Slay picks it up, drops it a la Deshaun Jackson, and then returns it all the way for, I think it was like an 82 yard touchdown. And that to me was, was the difference maker there. And that to me kind of sealed the win for the birds. And they were able to just get, uh, believe it was a field goal and then that kind of sealed it up for the birds but that was a great head to play by Darius Slay and then of course uh today we see <laughs> shouts out to the Eagles social media team showing us the videos the fun stuff the practice going on you got uh Darius Slay going up against Devontae Smith but Darius Slay's the wide receiver Devontae Smith is the corner and it was just all fun and games but Look, the, yesterday was a fun, fun, fun out. It, it really fell. Obviously, the Lions game was fun. That was the Detroit Lions. That was the uh, winless Detroit Lions. And by the way, yesterday's Lions and Steelers game. Steelers, what happened? What happened? I know I know I'm going to get some Steelers fans in, in the TikTok live, but yeah, that was absolutely wild. But no, yesterday overall felt like a fun game. And dare I say, should we continue wearing the white, the white shirt with the black pants the, and the Eagles usual helmet? Because it worked. And flat out work. And it goes to show that honestly, a lot of people don't realize 
Jalen Hurts actually petitioned the Eagles to wear that uniform combination. And again, Jalen being a leader, telling the guys like, hey, I think we look good with oh, black pants and, and white jerseys. And and uh, everyone got on board and, and the Eagles okayed it. And there, and there you go. That's Jalen Hurts' leadership is, is truly impeccable. And I know people can, are going to continue knocking down Jalen. You know, he's not good enough. He's the backup quarterback. I'm going to tell you what. Backup backs do what Jalen Hurts does. When you really need to make a play, he does whatever it takes to win a, a freaking game and make a freaking play. Even on that interception, and that was a bad interception, and, and everyone can, can agree on that. You, you got to read the coverage a little bit. And it wasn't just the coverage. It's, it's not using, not allowing the, the secondary to be able to read your eyes the way they were able to read it on that interception. He pretty much gave away the play with his eyes, and he's going to learn from that. But he, he, it, the play happens. It happened. You, you got to move on. It's the point. You have to have that short term memory. He, the interception happens. He goes right to sign. He, he rewatches the play and he forgets about it. He comes back out and he has a great drive. That is stuff that you just don't teach. A lot of the things that you see in Jalen Hurts that franchise quarterbacks have, you just can't teach that. And he absolutely has it. And this, again, this yesterday, I mean, obviously, great performance, but we finally have an identity. We're seeing improvement from our quarterback. We're seeing improvement from our head coach. We're, we're slowly small, just little inches. We're seeing some sort of improvement from our defensive coordinator as well. It's definitely a lot of work in progress. You know, could Jonathan, like, what's the best defense these days? You know, even like, let's, let's put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out. Could Jonathan Gannon have a top 10 defense with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I, that, that's what we have to, or top five. Let's say top five. Can Jonathan Gannon have a top five defense as a defense coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That, that's what we have to ask ourselves. Or is he not qualified enough to be the def, defensive, to be a good defensive coordinator? And that is the question that we do have to ask ourselves. But it's, we're seeing improvement, and that's the most important part. And like I said, one of my keys to this game, heading into this game, was would the Denver Broncos be smelling themselves? Because after beating the Dallas Cowboys the way they did, there's always a factor of teams smelling themselves. And uh, they did. They, they really did smell themselves. I don't, And I wouldn't say that they looked down on the Eagles. I just don't think that they came with the same intensity that they did if, like, when they were in Dallas. And the Eagles had that intensity. So it was a, definitely a good win by the Philadelphia Eagles. We can fill it up, Eagle. All right, guys, let's uh, let's look at uh, let, let's see what you guys got to say. We'll start off with YouTube, and then we'll move on to TikTok here. But of course, guys, if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns about yesterday's game? Definitely, definitely, let me know. Uh, Tim, who do you want the Eagles to take in the in, in the draft? Wait, so we're talking draft after a good win, and we're a game back of the seventh seed. Now, nah, Tim, honestly, listen, if Tim, if we happen to go into the draft next year. I don't, I, I, I'm at right now. We're talking November 15th. I'm good with rolling with Jalen Hurts for a year two. I'm just drafting defense. I'm looking at all defense, impact defensive players at every level, linebackers, D line, secondary, and I'm drafting as many as I can. Maybe get yourself another running back because I don't know what's going to happen with Miles Sanders. Um, and obviously, Boston Scott as well. I'm willing to keep Jordan Howard. Honestly, I think that the only running back they would keep on this roster would be Kenny Gainwell going forward, but that's where my head's at. And no more drafting wide receivers, Howie. You've had enough. Your time is done. It is time to uh, to start uh, finding other players for position. DSM is in the building. Make sure you guys check out DSM Media. 
Um, our recap yesterday it is on there right now. I'm gonna put the link. I'm gonna put the DSM media link on my YouTube channel in the in the profile, so you guys can check that out as well. But yeah, a lot of our content from now on is gonna be post posted on DSM media, so make sure you guys check them out as well. How you want to invest in linebacker, Ian? I'll say this: I, I do agree with you. I, I'm this is what I'm sick and tired of. But I will say this: if Howie wants to keep his job, you will notice what is going on in this league right now. Impact linebackers are on all of these good teams. So do the right thing, Howie. Do the right thing. What's up, TikTok? What y'all got to say over here? Uh, the uh, thank you so much for the football, man. I appreciate it. and thank you for the fall, man. Welcome to the family, brother. Welcome to the family. We talk Philly sports all the time, so I'm hoping you're here for the ride, brother. Uh, <laughs> your mom is taken by me. That's pretty funny. Eagles are the best. Damn straight, brother. Damn straight. Let's go. Let's go, birds. Uh, Chip Luciano, what's going on? Thank you so much for the follow. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, golden boy what would you appreciate golden boy what does that mean i'd appreciate it thank you so much for tuning on in man declan Howe, the eagles are the best hey let's go we got some birds fans in the building let's get it let's get it golden boys a chicago bears fan okay okay is that what you meant what did you mean by that but uh what did the bears do actually did the bears play this weekend let me look that up real quick i'm sure i feel like they had a bye week now where did they play Monday night? No, they played Monday night already. I don't see the Bears. Interesting. Tonight is... Ooh, tonight... Nah, actually, tonight's an all right one. You got the Rams and the Niners tonight. Seeing is, I'm sure Odell's going to play tonight, if I'm not mistaken. That should be a good one. What's happening, though? Mark Spring 18, they need a better... You're talking about the Birds? need a better quarterback? I, dude, I don't I don't know what, what you're... Are you, what is that? Wait, are, are you a Seahawks fan? Marcus, you got your own shit to worry about, my man. You got your own quarterback worries to be worrying about, man. But I'm I'm willing to give time to Jalen Hurst. He's gonna have the rest of the season to prove what he got. And it's all about development. This is a, this was a raw quarterback prospect coming out of Oklahoma slash Alabama. He has been improving every year of his football life since his high school days to Alabama, to Oklahoma, to now in the NFL. He's gonna get better, and I truly believe it. I there's a lot of people who don't have that belief, but when you watch people who move the way like Jalen Hurts does, and I'm not talking about his play on the field, I'm talking about the way he carries himself as a human being, as a professional, you just don't teach that type of stuff. He's going to be okay. But Marcus, Marcus, you, got, you worry about your own quarterback position. You guys don't even know what's going on. <laughs> what's going on, Philly Sports Highlights? How you feeling, man? What's going on? Milk Boy official. We got a Giants fan in the building. They've made it into the into the live. What's up, Giants Nation? What's going on? Um, thoughts on Hurts? He's better than Daniel Jones. That's for damn sure. But uh, he's a work in progress. And right now, through where we at? We're at week number 11. We're going into week number 11. I'm rolling with Jalen Hurts. He's gotten better as the season gone, goes has gone on. And uh, y'all should be worried. Football team, the Giants. Obviously, the Cowboys probably will be locked up by the, lock it up by then. Obviously, the Saints, Jets, all y'all been put on notice. So be careful. He's a baller. He's a baller. Uh, what's up, Philly Sports Life? How's it going, man? Boy, how we rank the NFC's QBs? Man, it's pretty bad. But obviously, Dak, Jalen, uh, I guess I'll go Daniel Jones and Taylor Haneke. Easy, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts, milk boy. Come on. That's not even a question. It's not even a question. Jalen Hurts, baby. What's up, Raynell? 
w baby w yes sir yes sir what's happening right now what's happening all right so next up for the birds it's going to be another tough one and it's really going to be a tough one because we're going to be back at home we're going to be back at the at the at the link the problem is is that this team just are a different team at home they just can't get the job done i don't know what it is i don't know if they just don't feel comfortable playing around the crowd i obviously they the best opponents they've had have been at the link and that's been another issue as well but that away man you got you got to get a win at home like that excuse has to be gone and you have an identity now you got some momentum going on and the saints team look they're definitely gonna be hungry coming into the link because we know what happened last year in jalen hurts first start and getting that dub against the Saints. so they're definitely gonna come in here hungry but the thing is 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 i feel confident going into this game like I feel the fact that they don't have a quarterback. And I who knows Alvin Kamara. I don't know how serious that injury is going to be. If we got any Saints fans in the building, let me know what's going on with that. But um, I feel confident with that as well. No Michael Thomas either. They're kind of weak on off. That defense is pretty damn good, and that's really what concerns me. But I feel as if, if you can continue this type of style that you've been playing over the last three weeks, that's going to be really good for the Philadelphia Eagles, and that should result in, in, a, in a victory here. Uh, for the birds but of course we'll keep talking about it as the week goes on i'm feeling really good here and as all you guys should as well do we have a quarterback do we it's obviously a little too early but he's definitely improving and he's got me so excited so excited for sure um guys that's going to do it for this eagles talk this eagles little recap milk boy thank you so much for the follows. that right there is a class human being much love to you brother much love to you but listen guys uh so today Obviously, we're off tonight. No Sixers, no Flyers. Obviously, Union are later this week. Uh, so tonight, what we're going to do, uh, I'm going to have a video out on YouTube talking about some of the things that's been going on with the Flyers. we got some news here, stuff with Oscar Lindblom, stuff with Ryan Ellis, and just in general, the play of the last week. A quick video I'll be bringing out to, uh, later tonight after I get back from the gym. We'll have that on for you guys so you guys can check that out. Um, but make sure you guys like like this live and subscribe to the channel and make sure you guys are subscribed to DSM Media. We're going to start broadcasting through DSM Media soon. Uh, we're going to try to get on there tomorrow. I'm going to get that all set up so that can be so we can start getting that rolling and get that get you guys used to it. So we're going to be we're going to be live on on Parcero Phillies YouTube channel. We're going to be live on DSM Media, live on um, both Twitter accounts, El Parcero Philly and DSM Media. And of course, we'll always be live here on TikTok as well. So guys, stay tuned for all of that. Again, guys, the Philadelphia Eagles win 30 to 13. This is uh, Monday Monday reactions with the, of the Philadelphia Eagles with me. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly. I'm telling you guys, let's go, birds. I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>